Hello, everyone, and welcome to Devotional Life. This is Paul. And this is Jeannie, and so happy you joined us today. Yes, we are. And we have been very busy lately, haven't we? Mm-hmm. We seem to have spoken with a number of people and some counseling sessions. We've actually prayed for a lot of folks. So the Lord has had us real busy. Right. And I was thinking, as we're picking out these verses and talking about them and trusting the Lord to direct our steps, I've noticed that we're leaning towards real practical verses. If somebody said, how do you live out your faith? Well, those are the kind of verses that we're looking for. We want a practical faith, a daily faith, a everyday faith that works, right? Mm-hmm. And almost like putting on a, a jacket or shirt or something, you want to see how it wears when you go to put it on. What's it look yeah. like when I put this on? Yes. Well, the way the weather's been lately, I don't want to put on any jackets. <laughs> it is really hot. Yeah, <laughs> even right now. Especially if you don't have air conditioning. Yeah. <laughs> for those of you who have air conditioning, it's like, it doesn't matter what's going on outside. But for us... <laughs> so we have today picked out a couple of verses. I almost want to say, let's see how far we get in this. But these were written by Peter, of course, later in his life. I had somebody at church tell me that they love it when I talk about Peter uh, because he relates to him. I think we all relate to Peter. There's a lot of Peter in all of us. And so he said, whenever I start talking about Peter, he says he wants to grab his popcorn and sit back and go, oh, this is going to be good. (laughs) (laughs) Well, he made a lot of mistakes when he was younger, a lot of enthusiasm. But like you said, this is later on in his life, and he settled in. He knows what's important, and he's focused. Yeah. He really did become Peter the Rock. Mm -hmm. (laughs) So what have you got for us today, Jeannie? Well, we're going to be in uh, Second Peter, which is the second book he wrote. Chapter 3 and verse 8. And he's talking to a group of people that he loves. He's trying to encourage. And he's telling this group of people to basically work at getting along with each other. Mm, Communication. that? Yes. (laughs) So I'll read it. Go ahead. Interrupt each other. (laughs) (laughs) That's funny. Gotcha. (laughs) obviously none of that's planned okay so i'm going to read it in the new living and then you've got it in the new New king james so i I like the new living translation um okay finally all you should be of one mind sympathize with each other Mm. love each other as brothers and sisters be tender-hearted i like that word yes and keep a humble attitude wow don't repay evil for evil Don't retaliate with insults when people insult you. Instead, pay them back with a blessing. That is what God has called you to do. And he will grant you his blessing. My goodness. Now that's practical. And those are the things, honestly, I want to tell you that I want those things in my life, each one of them, to increase. With me? Absolutely. <laughs> With other people? Absolutely, sweetheart. <laughs> See how nice I'm being? Mm-hmm. And I'm sincere, too. No. <laughs> so what are we saying? Well, it's talking about how can you get along with other people. Yeah. Because we're all different. 
we've got differences between just men and women differences, differences between adults and kids, um, differences between the background that we were raised in or, you know, just different uh, skills we may have or weaknesses we may have. We're mm. just all so different. Yes. And so for him to come out and say we all should be of one mind, yeah. it's like how do you have all these different people get along together and be of one mind? It sounds like he's asking you to make a decision. Mm -hmm. I'm going to decide that I'm going to work at getting along with other people who may not be exactly like me. What do you think of that? That's terrific. I think the world needs more of that. This is kind of like, here's how we get unity. Right. Uh, right? And we need that in the church. Yeah. We need that at work, at work. with people. Mm -hmm. Anytime we have a group of people, especially in family and especially in, in marriage. Homes. Yes. Um, so we yeah, make a decision ahead of time that yeah. I'm going to learn and I'm going to see and study and see how I can become. Well, as you were reading through these things, what popped into my head was this this kind of living, uh, it really does, what word would I use, countermand selfishness. You can't be selfish and have these things alive in your you can't be self-centered or uh, you know self just looking out for number one right yeah <laughs> i remember a guy telling me <laughs> one time this was the gal he was dating <laughs> i have to add here at this point later they fell in love and got married but <laughs> he told me one time that uh she said to him uh have you ever taken astronomy and he said uh no i haven't and she said well i think you would really benefit from taking astronomy and he Sounds says like why setup. is that <laughs> yeah it was a setup why is it that i would benefit from astronomy and she said then you would find out that you're not the center of the universe <laughs> oh, that's terrible <laughs> and he still married her yeah he did that's and they're happy that's kind of cutting. Okay. Maybe <laughs> but she... you know what? Maybe we all need to take that astronomy course, you know? Yeah. Because uh, what's the very first one on here? It says, well, you were talking about one mind. That's talking about unity, not conformity, but unity. Like you're saying, we all come from different places. We all have different personality traits even. And so you're studying each other. Yeah. To see that, see that you are different and yeah. how you react and respond differently. So these are almost like maybe like stepping stones a little bit to that unity or that being able to get along with others or mm -hmm. live a life where, you know, you're really going to please God and do what it is that he's called you to do, like he says at the end of uh, verse 9. But uh, mine says compassion for one another. Is that what your translation says? Mine says sympathize. With your, sympathize. With yeah. each other. So you got to... Years ago, uh, you know, there was that saying that a lot of people liked for a while, uh, walking in somebody else's shoes. Mm -hmm. Or sandals. <laughs> or moccasins. <laughs> Whatever that? it was. <laughs> yeah. Walk a mile so in don't make shoes. a decision until you've been in their shoes. Yeah. Then you see from a different perspective. Yes. Develop so. that. And, you know, I would say that compassion, some people seem to have it automatic. But 
I think for the majority of us, compassion is something that needs to be developed. Uh, you know, again, letting go of self and self-view and self-desire and looking at something from somebody else's eyes to have compassion. Right, and that means you're going to ask the Lord, how can I encourage this person? Yes. You know, because... How can I come alongside them? Yeah, and I was sharing with somebody yesterday that... You know, it's just a quick prayer, and you're going, Lord, give me wisdom right now on what words to say or what I could do to come alongside this person. Yeah. Boy, we sure, the clock went really fast the last few minutes. Okay. So we're going to pick this up tomorrow, right? Yeah. We're going to leave off right now. Again, we're in Second Peter chapter 3, verses 8 and 9. Father, thank you so much for this devotional time with our brothers and sisters. Thank you that you love us. Thank you that you've drawn us together in this devotional life. We do love you, Lord, because you first loved us. Help us, Father. Help all listening to lead lives that bring glory to your name and that are good for us. For we pray these things in Jesus' wonderful name. And everybody says, Amen. Amen. God bless you all.